Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Chris Brack and I'm joined today by Davo and Matt. Gents, how are we doing? All good. All good. Enjoy your weekends. No, not particularly. You know, no, not after Saturday, but look, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, lively Saturday for some of us. <laughs> Matt, how are you doing? I'm good. Lovely, lovely fall day here in Canada. So it's perfect, perfect weather. Awesome, awesome. Right. For those of you, I mean, you must know the routine by now, but Davo and Matt have picked a winner each and a loser each. I'm just going to have a bit of a discussion about them and just have a bit of a laugh, really. So, Matt, let's start with you. Let's have your winner. Uh, my winner this week, pretty low-hanging fruit, but uh, Erling Holland and an honourable mention for Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, they are making a fucking mockery of the league as it stands. And De Bruyne's got 20 goal involvements in 10 games between the league and Champions League this year. That's two a game. It's... It's FIFA on beginner level numbers that he's putting up, and they're just making it look so easy. Like it seems that nobody can stop him. And the threat that everybody has to realize that Holling poses now is giving Kevin De Bruyne so much space with the ball. Every I've watched pretty much every one of City's games so far this year for as long as I could stomach it. And he just picks the ball up in the space between the midfield and the defense, and there's nobody around him. And he can pick his head up and just pick out that pass to the back post, and it's a fucking tap in for Holland. Uh, it like it's De Bruyne has a goal and eight assists in the Premier League in eight games. Got another two assists in the Champions League. Like they are just absolutely flying. You know they haven't played a great defense yet, but man, it's uh, Holland was tough when we faced him when he was eighteen, and he's got you know good three full seasons under his belt now since then, and he's he's only gotten better. So 
like unless both of them get injured, it's hard to see them not tearing up record books in terms of their offensive output. It pisses you off that it's with Manchester City because if it was, you know, in Spain or Italy or something like that, you could just sit back and marvel. So for people that aren't Liverpool fans or don't have a vested interest in it or for the small handful of them that exist, actual City fans, it's got to be heady days being able to watch these guys because they, uh, they're they really really putting the boots to the rest of the league. Yeah, I mean, Davo, it's, um, what, three hat-tricks in eight games, which I think the next person closest to doing that was something like twenty, something like 40, 50 games before they get to that. I think, so, it, was, I think it was Michael Owen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Michael it, Owen on 48. So you're not supposed I mean. to break records by 40 games. Do you know what I mean? That's that's ridiculous. But one thing I think probably has gone on the radar with Haaland is look, everyone knows. I think there's a big big talk about you know when, apart from apart from scoring, you know he he doesn't give up much link play. But I think what's really underrated is his movement because the positions he gets himself in and the space he creates. It doesn't matter if he has eight touches because about three of them are goals. No, listen, I think Carragher did a bit of a piece on him tonight, Monday Night Football, just to have a little subtle movements where he's like. It doesn't look like he's doing much, but he's he's trying to defend the off and he's, he's making the space to bury it. Now, listen, there is an awful lot of Kev had size, I terrified, and listen, he, he has put the shits up a lot of centre backs uh, and parents. Again, Carragher spoke about that tonight about dropping deep and where you should be and where you shouldn't be. But listen, he's, he's he, what's he's what is he eight goals off last year's. Golden boot numbers. What's he are nine Probably. goals and there's yeah. only eight ga- only eight games gone. He's he's absolutely frightening. He he really is. He's absolutely frightening. And it's like the thing about it is is like even with the Bellingham talk between ourselves and other clubs and whatnot. Like the two of them were at Dortmund together. Dortmund lost games. They weren't good. They were very inconsistent. Um, really, really, really inconsistent. Uh, cost managers jobs. Um, but. With the system he's gone into there at City and how strong they are and how um, how buttoned up they are from top to bottom, it's just it's really Matt said low hanging fruit. It really is. It looks like a gimme for them, doesn't it? This year it's, it could it could get messy if if, if we don't up our ideas. Arsenal might have a wobble if we don't up our ideas. It could really be a fucking twenty point league win. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does feel it does feel that way. I mean, at the moment, I think I think our folks more should be trying to even get two wins in a row. Be a yeah, nice exactly. start. Exactly. I mean, one would be quite. I mean, if quite actually post match, surely that's you win one game. You know, so you know. <laughs> funny look, funny can't, look, can't, can't win two in a row without winning one. I know. Right. Struggling to get to one at the moment. That's, that's the uh, concerning thing. So I mean, look, at the only, I think the only thing that stops Harland now is Harland. You know, yeah. and. The, the only concern people ever had about him really was he had a bit of a an injury record, which was he did pick up a lot of muscle injuries. Mm. But look, at the moment, he's flying. And yeah. that's the only thing that stopped him score, probably scoring at 40, 50 goals at Dortmund. And yeah. it's, that's that's how desperate it is, where you, your only hope for Haaland is, well, he might pick up a niggle. You know, because yeah. no, at the moment, not many clubs seem to know a way of stopping him. Yeah. Well, when when does City play Everton, and will Jordan Pickford be available for that game? You know, that's that's kind of the level that you're getting to with how do you how do you deal with them? Because, like, I do have to say though, I I was kind of paying attention to his touches in the game yesterday, and there was at least three times I can recall where he dropped back into the defensive half and gave the ball away. 
like he picked it up like he was trying to link up like dropping deep like Harry Kane and his first touch was just terrible and it created an opportunity for United to break the other way and so they just like he's designed by Cyberdyne systems and he does one thing and one thing only and it's fucking score goals like it's must be nice so to be able to defend with nine players and just be able to afford you know having him sit up there yeah Lord Duffy says I one big problem at Dortmund was he was in and out of a team a lot because of injuries. Uh, the team would be used a certain way and then they wouldn't be able to readjust when he came back. So, yeah, you know, there is there is that. But, I mean, look, I think too much early on in the season was made up of the fact that he barely had touches outside the box. Ultimately, he's the ultimate goal-scoring machine. As long as he's getting well, he that level he, de- goals, he deletes he the amount of touches yesterday. Yeah. I think, deletes, I think he deletes the least amount of touches on the pitch yesterday. Mm. Like, the game from last Hat- season... It's all right, yeah, where where Lukaku only had what was it six touches of the ball and two of them were from you know a kickoff at the center circle. He didn't score that game. Like if he had had six touches but finished with two goals, people would be talking about it. You know, like look at what he did. He did almost nothing in the game and still got two goals. And that's what Holland's doing at the moment. So yeah, it's uh, it's hard to look past him. I don't think anybody's had him yet so far this season. So I figured I'd tick that one off the list because you can't really be doing this show when a guy's going at almost two goals a game and not mention him as the fucking winner. So yeah. should have captained him in the fantasy. Don't know why I didn't. That was stupid. Yeah. But then again, no, no one city. If Harlan, they get injured, they're just bringing that uh, lad Alvarez. He'll probably, he'll probably yeah, just be like Harlan too. It'd be Harlan too. Yeah. I, anyway, so. I think, I think Mal has the record. Doesn't he? 32 league goals in that, uh, in that mad season in the premier league record. I think that's, that's probably in jeopardy now, isn't it? Yeah, it feels like it feels like that could be smashed by quite some mm. distance. If he carries on this race, if he carries on at this rate, obviously, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a long season, like, but it doesn't feel like he's going to slow up, you know. But is is anyone really that surprised? I think everyone really expected Haaland just to be a brilliant goal scorer. But mm. yeah, thanks, well, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm already on a downer. You're adding to me day. Thanks for that. What Kev says there of like it's just easier said than done to shut him down, but you have to stop his service. And that's why I had to mention De Bruyne because like it's one mm. thing if you're just firing balls in from the wings, you know, he doesn't have Stuart Downing whipping balls into the box for him. He has got the best midfield player in the world right now, who's absolutely in top, top form. So yeah. And the other lads aren't too bad. Winner. You know, Foden, Gundogan, they're not bad players to throw in Bernardo yeah. Silva. You know, it's it's nice. It's nice having lads who Set loads of goals up, and it? it's great. Yeah, <laughs> don't run a lot. Uh, right, keeping this happy, happy train. Then, uh, Davo, let's talk about your loser. Uh, mine was listen. I didn't do it in Liverpool. I think it's been kind of done to death a bit. So I, I went for a more a North London team. My loser is Conte at the weekend. Antonio Conte. A um, few little murmurs around on Twitter. Things popping up about fans not really happy of about the, the style of play and whatnot, which I can't really understand because if they hadn't watched it before, there's inter teams and and stuff like that. But I think generally I've watched it, I've seen a little bit of them this year, Spurs and other games haven't really impressed me. They've been winning games, but not really being convincing. And they actually remind me a lot. And they're a better version of Stuart as a sound as Leicester that won the league in in uh, 2016, wasn't it? Hmm. They're a, they're a better version because player per player they're obviously a better side Leicester obviously went on and win the league but I, I think Arsenal was different the weekend it was a derby Arsenal um, put their stamp in the game but I think from general for other teams give them the ball is the way to beat sports I don't really think they want it I don't really think they they've much 
creative in there. Um, in the but run in last in, in the run in last year, it was the game where I looked at an hour run in going, it's an awful game for us because they just want to sit back, sit back, sit back, and hit in the counter. They don't want the ball, and obviously it turned out that way. We end up uh, we end up getting a draw with a deflected goal. So he's he's probably my loser the weekend just because it was kind of a game to go in and try and do something different. Now, listen, having said that. Carragher alluded to it tonight. They were probably one or two final balls away. They might be going in leading at half time, but Arsenal bet the breaks off them for a half an hour. Obviously, he gets the man sent off. He brings on five defenders, so they don't get tongued. But I think they got all laid off the park, did they, for the last 25 <laughs> minutes when he brought them all on? And it was more, it was, it's been more, I think a lot of sports fans will tell you that's been coming. And with a few Mormons around on Twitter, there was a couple of Pochettino stuff mentioned. And listen, I don't think anyone, their, spawn, their fans want Conte out, but not a good weekend for sports at all. No, Matt, I mean, I don't know. My, my opinion, uh, I've made it with Spurs, is I felt the squad they have and the way the style of football they're going to play will be more than enough to guarantee top four. I just don't feel that squad's quite there yet to be a 95 point squad. And Ultimately, that's the world we're in now. If you want to win a league, you've got to get to mid-90s. And I just mm. don't think they quite got that. And, you know, it'd be interesting how they cope regularly with the three games a week of Europe because that's where the rotation is. Look, that, that's gonna that's the thing you've got to get used to. So, but it it was interesting because it was it was the flip for Arsenal because always always Arsenal always go, well, if they do well until they have a big test, this is, this is a big test now that Arsenal have passed and Spurs, again, a probably fell short on another big test. Yeah, it, Conte, you would imagine, would be disappointed in the result from that because they just, the game was set up for them. Like Kevin and I watched it on the watch along and it played out exactly how you thought it was going to play out. Arsenal was going to try to take the game to them at home. They would allow Spurs to sit back and try to hit on the counter. And that's how the game played out. But Spurs just, they just weren't good enough for it. And it got real negative. And I mean, of course, the red card absolutely kills the game. But I, what you said about the, the squad of them going forward, you know, everybody's kind of got, if you're playing European football, everybody's kind of got nine games in four weeks coming up here in October. And like, haven't really seen anything <laughs> of Jed Spence. Sessegnon isn't getting a lot of runouts there. Perisic is 33. Can't play every game. Emerson Royale is not good enough. You know, Matt Doherty doesn't seem to be trusted. So it's going to be very interesting for Conte when he has to, he's going to be forced to rotate his squad a little bit more. Same thing goes for Arsenal. Uh, you know, they've been riding the same horses pretty heavily, but it's, it's sad that Richarlison seems like he's actually fitting in quite well at Spurs. He might not be the odd man out. I thought at the start of the season that it was going to be the three from last season. We're going to hold their place in the team, but, uh, out of all the Spurs players going forward, he was actually somewhat the liveliest of them, but Harry Kane must've thought it was August. Like he, he was pretty anonymous for most parts in that game. So but what Davo said, it's will the fans hold out for long? Because yeah, if I'm watching that, I'm I'm not very happy watching that as a Spurs fan. And it's different when he can guarantee your results, but now you got the noisy neighbors there in Arsenal doing a lot better than anybody expected them to do. Chelsea's probably gonna be expected to kick back up now that they've got a new manager in. United has not been quite as terrible, maybe, maybe not, as you thought after the first three weeks of the year. Yeah, we've fallen off, but I don't think you know Spurs fans are going to be thinking that they're not going to have to battle it out with us if they want to get into the Champions League. So like, it's 
it's a it, there's a good group of teams that are going to be fighting it out for the places underneath City this year. And if Spurs fans don't get that and have to sit through a season of watching that football, their heads might just go. Or the inverse, Conte might just do a Conte and say something crazy. And you don't get much of a shelf life with them, really, do you? Like it's 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 going to be a couple of years. If it's not this season, it'll probably be the end of next season where. Where he goes, he might burn the place down the way it was well with the way he is. All he does is scream for more players. The, the, the player he really needs is he needs a new goalkeeper, and he has for a, and he has for and he has for a while. Um, I saw some stuff about with, with him or Ramsdale. It was Lourdes or Ramsdale, the better keeper of the two? I don't. I think the fucking both of them aren't great at all, at all. But listen, obviously that's a an argument between Arsenal and sports fans of sports. They need a goalkeeper. Yeah. Like, oh, Richard Emerson Royale, I don't think he's good enough. That's Nick, Pope would, Nick Pope would have been a great upgrade for Spurs to get. Yeah. Looks, you know, it, it, big, it, commanding. Not great David. with the ball at his feet, though. I think, that's what, I think that's what a lot of top clubs are looking for now. Listen, Lloris mm-hmm. isn't brilliant either. He's better than Pope uh, with his feet, but I wouldn't say he's. I wouldn't say he's excellent with it. But you've you've a lot of players there that the previous managers weren't doing it. Either looks at Dyer, um, do you know what I mean? Uh, Heuberg in midfield. He's just a workhorse. He's a water carrier. I know Conte. I love him. Stuff like that. Matt Mason Paris is just thirty three. Can't do it week in week out. Um, so the questions question marks about Spurs after a, I think the media have been pumping them up an awful lot since the start of the season uh, as the ones that run City close, but. From what I've seen, um, from what I've seen, I, I, I don't think it's going to be them. Not. I think at the current form, the only the only club that seems to be Arsenal. And look, mm. I, I still think at some point Arsenal will <clears throat> fall away, only because I do think three games a week uh, Europa League football it always seems to catch everyone up. Eventually, if you're in Europa League, it does seem to catch them mm. eventually. The only good thing for Arsenal, they've had such a good start, is they give themselves a great base to. They give themselves a chance of having a go at something this year, which is what they wanted. Better than probably quite a few other clubs. But the thing with Conte is, if he does or when he does go, he does sense a little bit of chaos at both clubs he leaves at. It's, he's um, he's very Mourinho in, in a lot of ways, which um, I know is not a very popular opinion, but they are very similar in styles of play and the way they leave clubs. So, you know, there's selfishness. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about Mourinho for Mourinho and it's all about Conte for Conte. So mm. if it requires them to, you know, toss a match over their shoulder as they're walking out the door, shines a good light on him. Yeah. All, listen, all, all he said in Inter Milan when he was there was he wanted more players, more players, more players, more players. So, yeah, so it's, it's kept, kept screaming to the bar for more players. And they said, we've got no money. We've got no money. Went the wrong. place down. I'm off. I'm off on my way. Then see you later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we haven't got any money. We have to we have to do uh, bits and pieces. And and Inter, he's left an Inter being really competitive. They won a two. Did Zaghi win it with them? Yeah, they yeah, two seasons two, ago. Yeah, they won it two yeah. seasons ago. Obviously, Milan pipped them uh, last year. I think that keeper threw one in with a couple of games to go. A reserve keeper. Uh, and Fiorentina or somewhere like that, and they do, they 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 couldn't get it back then against Milan. So. They've been very competitive since he left, and and they've obviously had to cut that cloud to suit after uh, the financial meltdown that was going on with the the Chinese owners there and all. So look, he's he's in at Spurs now, and I think a lot of Spurs fans are going to be. There's been looks the style of play isn't great, so I'd imagine like uh, Matt said, if the results aren't there, it's a uh, it's a hard watch. And because like the fans, they know they've got the players to play exciting football. 
Like Hyunmin Sun can play exciting football. Harry Kane can play exciting football. Richarlison, you know, it's a featherless bird, but he can do exciting things. To like to see them shackled like in the way that it seems Conte is going to have them set up after a while, that's just going to start to grade on the fans. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, it's no surprise. Three five two is it's what he plays. He always plays a back three. He always mm-hmm. plays two wing backs. So if you just a bit like with Spurs fans going. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else you expected. You knew this is what you are going to get. So, look, at the end of the season, if he gets some top four and gets him a decent cup run or gets him quite far in Europe, isn't that kind of what you want? Establish mm. yourself in top four and then you look to kick on again next season. You know, if you don't get top four with this style of play, then fine, you can understand then. But I think any Spurs who have murmurings that are not very happy, I think it's a little bit a little bit early, I would think, for that sort of talk. Mm. But we'll see. Obviously, it hurts more because it's a... It's your local yeah, rivals. Be, yeah, yeah. It's a club they don't want to. You don't want to lose to if, you, if you're a Spurs fan. And I get that. It's, it's the equivalent to us losing to Everton or United. You just, you know, we've already experienced that. You just don't want that in your life. But we will see. We'll see if Conte vanishes at some point. Speaking of vanishing, look, Matt's laughing already. IP vanished. Let's get let's get these out of the way. Red Steve's already blew up on the chat <laughs> over IP vanish. So for those of you guys who don't know now, IP vanish are a VPN service which will keep you truly private and secure on the internet it will encrypt 100 percent of your data that'll be all your private details passwords communications browser history and much more and it'll keep it out of the eyes of any undesirables you can use ip vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed that's from computers tablets phones and fire sticks with streaming uh, services and for you guys they are offering you 70 percent off their yearly plan and give you a 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, so basically getting nine months for free, and these guys are rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So if you want the deal, details are in the description below. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. There we go. So that's the first one. That's the first one done. Speaking of making things vanish, if you're sick of listening to Steve McManaman or Rio Ferdinand, you don't want BT Sport, try Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, now you can get it with Sky, or I believe, Matt, it's about €10 Euro a month. Yeah, and something like it. Not available in Canada, so I don't have to worry about it. But if you've got a VPN, you'd be all right to get it. Yeah. Just just a thought for you. But These yeah, like Canadian services. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they've got all the exclusive rights to Champions League and slightly better punditry, and you don't have well, to listen to Steve. They won't, they won't have injury time, though, will they? Like, right at 90 minutes, that's when their broadcast ends? No idea. No idea. No, no, it does include injury time and stoppage time and any extra go. time. That's the joy of Paramount Plus. You know, the other broadcasters, right at 90 minutes, they stop showing the game. But Paramount Plus, you get to see every single sweat-soaked second of soccer action. Oh, I said the S word. Fucking hell. Dabo, I've worked. It's in the, it's in the ad <laughs> copy, man. <laughs> cool. And our final partner is BetterHelp. Now, bear with me. I'll make sure I read this properly. Uh, so if you're thinking of getting yourself therapy, give BetterHelp a, a try. It's a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after f- after filling out a brief survey and switch to therapists at any time. So if you guys want to take this up, go to betterhelp.com forward slash daytrippers. That's betterhelp.com forward slash daytrippers and get 10% off your first month. Right. There we go. That's the bills paid for. Don't be joking now. Right. You've done that so, brilliant, I have to say, Chris. Brilliant. <laughs> Better than Gav. <laughs> oh, well. Not quite not quite good as Matt's, though. Matt still has the best IP vanish intro I've ever heard in my life. Uh, right. Let's go back to Matt. Let's talk about your loser of the week. Who's your loser of the week? 
Okay, my loser of the week is the legacy, or what is becoming of the legacy of Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, I think for his, he's one of these legacy players, the him and Messi conversation going on. Lionel Messi is banging in goals for Paris Saint-Germain. You know, playing on one of the most exciting teams with the hot young superstars on their team, has a chance to win another Champions League, and Ronaldo can't get off the bench. You know, I know that game was done, but, you know, you think you'd throw him out there for a few minutes just so he can pad his goal stats. I think he's sitting on 649 league goals for his entire career. And Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ten Hag just obviously doesn't want him. Like, and good on him. Like, if it comes down to he didn't like how Ronaldo kind of tried to force a move at the end of the window, and now Ten Hag is showing him who's the boss around the club. Good for him. I mean, that's good management. But uh, yeah, just watching the you know the obligatory shot of Cristiano Ronaldo on the bench during that drubbing they took from City, and just thinking like, what has like what have you come to? So like. Just doing a little prep before here. Um, last season was his worst league finish in his entire career. He's never finished lower than sixth last season with Manchester United. And 18 goals last year. It's only the, what, one, two, three, four, five, about 13 years since Ronaldo hasn't scored 20 league goals. So he's just kind of tapering off. And I think what he was trying to do by going to Juventus and, you know, winning a few Scudettos with Italy, he should have looked to go to Germany or someplace, you know, or back to Portugal just to try to keep padding out because while Messi is continuing to go up and up and be at the highest level, like Cristiano Ronaldo is fading into obscurity. And I might actually be tongue in cheek with my winners and losers this week because it doesn't bother me at all because I've never really liked Cristiano Ronaldo. So seeing him have to sit on the bench for Man United that's, you know, getting hammered and him not being able to affect it is A-OK by me. So, <laughs> and yes, Steve, I have notes. I take this seriously. I haven't been doing it that long. I'm not, you know. Steve, he doesn't, have notes. he doesn't have notes. He's just got an empty pad that he's ruffling just to make it sound like he knows oh, what he's doing. Tons. He's, he's doing the Jamie Carragher routine. I've seen this. I've seen this game before. Davo, See, mate, look. I, I did extra studying. I bought Shawnee Lawson's new book, Intensity, out in stores now. So you should really I check did. it out. I think they couldn't see me to read that. Um, <laughs> less said about that, the better. I'm trying to be positive today. It's not. It's not they all got a well. copy. <laughs> Davo, I mean, look, Ronaldo is one of the, one of the great goal scorers, but is he just gone stale? Is it? The team is in making it go a bit stale because it the team the way United are trying to get out it doesn't suit him. It was but, listen, it was it was, it was, bang, it was, co- was yeah. But listen, it was it was coming a mile off. As in, listen, they they got done again. They got done on Blue Kipper again. They signed Alexis Sanchez, paid him a fortune because he was going to go to City. Look like Ronaldo was going to go to City. They stepped in again to try to span of the works. Listen to some stuff. I can remember listening to some stuff when he was on his way there and James Horncastle from BT that covers the Italian League said, look, 
He'll score goals, but he says Juventus year on year since he came in have scored less goals as a team. He scored goals, but Juventus's uh, Juventus's goal tally as a team down year on year when he was there. He said it was possibly it was possibly going to be uh, happen at United. I think that did happen at United. I think they 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 dropped down. I could, could be wrong there. Listen, he scored goals, but they were poison. Um, there was. An, Eng- an English media fell on with me was going to say, nah, 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 that kind of all happened. And in fairness to Horncastle, he hit the nail on the head. I think, listen, not mentioning it there, I think, not like for the package that's involved in him, like it's not Messi, or it's not PSG coming in and taking Messi where they, they can fire a load of money and that's obviously off the table. If Messi wasn't at PSG, you'd imagine Ronaldo would have ended up there. That's not on the table. For the package that's involved in him, as in wages, etc., etc., nobody wants him. There's, there's not a club that there's not a club in Europe that want him for the wages he's on. For him, Matt mentioned padding out stuff. He wants to play Champions League because Messi will get closer to his goals, and it'll all be that kind of thing. That tiff for tat with Messi, he should have went. He he should have went to United. Said, listen, let me go back to Portugal. Uh, don't take a fee. Don't pay me up the rest of the contract. And he should have then went to Sporting Lisbon. Gone, listen, I'll play for twenty grand a week. Doesn't need the money. Yeah. Why does he need to go there and be, be on 500 grand a week or 400 grand a week? He doesn't need the money. So, like, it's his own fault as well. Like, partly, listen, I know there's more to it than that, but if he wanted, like, Ten Hag doesn't want him. So, if he, Ten Hag doesn't want him at all. So, I'd imagine if, if they all had a sat down and said, listen, I want to go, can, can I get back to Portugal and some sort of deal with that? I think that could have been done. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's probably a billionaire. An absolute billionaire. He doesn't need it, though. He could have gone back and played for nothing in Portugal. They were in the Champions League, Spartan Lisbon as our club, all that kind of crack that goes with it. But look, there's obviously ego there as well. So, but his ego is getting damaged even more now, sitting on the bench. They're in the Europa League, so we can't even pad his Champions League record. It's beautiful, and, isn't um, it? Yeah, it's great. I think it's brilliant. I think Roy Keane is, I think he was out of RES day about the whole disrespecting thing and all. Listen, he's like. He's like pressing stuff and all that. Yeah, he just he's, oh, you know, disrespecting Ronaldo by keeping him on the bench. Listen, you wonder why you wonder why Ron Keane never quite made it as a manager sometimes, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, could you imagine Keane saying that about anyone else? I, I couldn't honestly. Just I know he's his mate and stuff like that. But now, listen, I'm I'm at Matt. It's absolutely brilliant watching him just fume sitting on the bench there. So long may it continue as well. Yeah, and they they they've managed to try it two other times as well too like you look at those great Real Madrid teams that won all those Champions Leagues mm. and three of them that are you know two of them at least I think in Ronaldo and Varane that are past their best before date and maybe even Casemiro on huge money going to Manchester United trying to recapture glory from 2013 2014 like it's 10 years ago fantastic mm. so yeah it's uh, you really nailed it I, it's he's a victim of his own success you know, he's too big of a brand. He's too big of a personality to not be on that top 10 highest paid footballers list. Like that's how I would, you know, uh, armchair psychologist it, that he he needs to see his name up there as I am the best paid because I am the best. So he can't take that hit to his ego and go and work with the young kids coming through at sporting mm. and young kids on the Portuguese team and, you know, kind of be that elder statesman. No, he's got to be the man. And I don't know if Messi will get his Champions League record. It's 14 goals that Messi would need to equal it. So 140 for Ronaldo, 126 for Messi. So it's a ways to go. But, I mean, he's on a mm. team that's going to pump goals this year and might do it for another year or two. So, How much younger, how, how young, much younger is Messi to Ronaldo? He's got, I think, like a year. 
I think it's was a year it? or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Year, year or two. Okay. Year or two. But, but Messi, seen, listen, I haven't watched a whole lot of PSG. I'm just seeing pop ups of assists and stuff like that. Messi seems to be kind of playing with a bit of a freedom where the he's, goals, he's, the, he, he, the goals aren't bothering him. Like he's he's happy enough to be uh, playing playing balls through for Mbappe and Neymar and stuff like that. So that looks that's just from listen. That's from me seeing limited stuff for five, PSG. Five five goals and seven assists in nine league games for PSG. Yeah, so, so like he's like they're, they're having fun. just playing with the shackles off a little bit. That he's not. It doesn't have to be all. He's he's not looking at. Oh, he could, I need to finish ahead of Ronaldo or whatever. He just seems to be enjoying he's gonna himself. Be, just kind of yeah. He's going to want to win that Champions League with PSG. Mm. You know, him and him and Neymar going there, that old Barcelona connection and finally getting that, you know, the oil state over the line. That will be, you know, his mm. legacy. And if he doesn't, I think it probably cements his legacy over Ronaldo in the long term. Because well, it's hard to see Ronaldo. If they win it, if they win it he'll, he'll get the Ballon d'Or anyway. So. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll probably get it regardless. Mm. Oh, he's a year and a half younger, so we'll see yeah. some far There we go. Cool. Right. The last one, Davo, who is your winner? Oh, I'm sticking with the North London team and uh, I meant Arteta, Mikel Arteta uh, this week. Yeah, look, it, it, in, in, a, in a funny t- funny thing, I suppose, last year, the real kick kicker for them came late in the season when they had top four in their own hands and they blew it and they blew it against Spurs. Spurs made sure uh, in that game with a couple of games to go in the season. Fast forward to now, and Spurs coming in on a high, and Arsenal obviously as well because they've been brilliant. Funny enough, the only game they lost was at Old Trafford, and they and they were actually very good that day. And just got suckered a couple of times in the counter attack. Um, but yeah, look, they, their their movement is is brilliant. Their recruitment's been very good. Uh, Jesus looks looks. Listen, I always rate him big time. For some reason, I could be wrong, but he always seemed to score against Liverpool for City for some reason, particularly at the Etihad. I can always kind of. Fucker, I was guarding against us, but he looks, he looks, he looks to be the main man there. Really good signing, the good shape there. Centre backs look strong. Saliba looks like a really, really, really good player. Young, he was, he was very impressive the weekend. Gabriel, not so much. A bit, uh, he's a bit rash at times. Um, but they, yeah, I think, I think they look really strong. Now, listen, they've, they, they, they can be a little bit of a soft underbelly. Like we go there on Sunday and. They'll be red hot favourites, considering the shite that we've been serving up. So, and that's happened before. They fancied that they fancied our chances before against us, and we've gone there and and won convincingly enough. But mm. um, now, listen, they've—I I have to say it. I think they've been really, really, really impressive. They haven't been slipping up stupid games and stuff like that. And they've—I think that I do. I, I think you'd have to put your your money on the nail to finish second behind City. Yeah, on colourful, you, you have to because they're well, top of the league, so they're, they're in form side, but they've just got more balance about them now. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it looked a bit odd at the start of the season, white at right back, it's working. Yeah. And to be fair to Arteta, he balls up his tactics in the United game. His his, his sub actually killed, killed it for Arsenal, mm. but then he got it spot on in the Spurs game. So again, you've got to give him credit because uh, he, he, he was in danger of going a bit of a meme with the whole all or nothing stuff that was coming out, you know, drawing light bulbs and all that sort of stuff, which you knew that was going to happen if Arsenal had a bad start. And he's, to be fair to him, it's one bad game uh, so far. The rest of it, you can't really fault him. So you've got to give him credit where credit credit's you, I would say. Mm. Matt, how are you seeing Arteta? I, 
amazing how it's turned around ever since it came out that he plays you'll never walk alone at arsenal training sessions so <laughs> you know just just saying uh the thing again watching the game with kev uh on saturday of the player that granite jacket has turned into this season completely taken me by surprise you know he just looked kind of in that mold of like a hoyberg or a henderson or something like that and he is getting so far forward he's playing with so much energy going forward getting into the box and causing havoc by being that late runner coming in and it's completely unexpected you know out of all the young attacking talent that they have on that team you're not expecting granite jacket to be the one stepping up and banging in goals and at the same time, one of their big downfalls from their time under Arteta, they seem to have corrected, is they don't seem to be taking stupid red cards. And that the prime candidate of that is Granite Jacket. I mean, that guy was a bonehead. I thought he was done at the team when he, you know, went off and threw the captain's armband down and seemed to be having to go with the Arsenal fans. Like, that seemed like that was it. He would never play for that club again. And he just looks like a man reborn this season under Arteta. And he's got all these young kids flying around him, you know with their busy young legs and he's popping up and inside the penalty area and putting goals in. Yeah. Jonathan saying uh, plays a bike into whatever he's doing. Still think he's a bit of a Brendan Rogers about him though. He has got that sort of air of Brendan Rogers in his mannerisms, but look, whatever he's doing, it's working. You can't, we can't listen. They will listen. They can't mock and criticize them because it's working. They will have their wobbles, and I think they'll have them like within games as well. At times, we've seen it in the defeat at Old Trafford. Like, listen, results matter, but like I said earlier, Spurs were a couple of final balls away late in the first half from from getting in and maybe going in ahead. But um, they are getting out. But they came out second half and really, uh, really put it on Spurs. But look, Kev was right. He, he, he mentioned see what he's doing well now. See what they like in March, and obviously that's it. Like they will be. I think Arsenal over the course of a season. I think. He, everybody would kind of struggle to buy into them. So they still have a lot to prove, but I think this weekend, particularly after imploding against Spurs last year, um, big test after going to Old Trafford and losing. I don't, I'm not sure they've played anyone else. Prior. You know, Obviously, we played them this weekend, but they've had they, their first big test. They kind of failed. Big test at home in the local in the North London Derby and came through with flying colours. So, um, yeah, he's, he's he had had to go with him. I, I, I hadn't got it in me to do any Liverpool good or bad, Chris. I just hadn't got it in me. It's been been well, done so all was, weekend, hasn't it? Uh, Between your your, your full time rep, the lads last night, I, was, I can't I can't do any more. I can't. Yeah, I'll be honest. He struggles to find something good. Yeah, yeah. Alice, <laughs> Alice, the, the, the main guy. stand is coming. The main stand is mm. coming along quite nicely. You know, mm. got large pieces <laughs> yeah. of the roof in place. Oh, great. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, if if it's I, it's, it's going to be interesting though with Arsenal because like I like you look at their starting 11s and they've pretty much had the same starting eleven I think in seven of their eight games so far. So he's really not had to rotate and like they those players are well drilled. So like he's obviously doing something right on the training pitch because those players they all seem to know where they're going. The movements, the new players they signed and brought in have settled in very very nicely. Uh, but it'll be interesting when. I don't even know if we. Yeah, we scored three goals. There you we go, Kev. Three goals. That's a positive. We didn't yes, just we did. go down by one; we went down by two. So that's also. An oh yeah, we we really tried to throw it away. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Is listen to the shit as we've been. We're scoring goals, and 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 you know what? I only I was reading it today, or I heard today. I think I read it on Twitter. We've 
Us and City have conceded the same amount of goals, which is before the weekend. Yeah, it was before it just, the weekend. Was it was before it the weekend? Before the weekend? Oh, still, okay. yeah. still, still the same. It's three and three. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. feel like what. But it, yeah, definitely, it doesn't feel like that. Cause it, it feels like we don't have a guy scoring a fucking hat trick no, every game. No, <laughs> I, I, I think me, myself and Matt were talking NFL before we come on. I think for an NFL analogy, I think City are conceding a lot of garbage time stuff. Uh, the games are over and they're uh, yeah. I think that's the thing. Like that game was six. That game was 6-1 yesterday, and obviously they shipped two late goals, which ultimately don't really matter. It doesn't really yeah. matter at all. And I don't think goal difference is going to matter this year. The City somehow or another, I think they're going to fucking walk it. So, yeah, unless, it's, unless it's to break the record, you know? Yeah, mm. I'm actually saying it, it doesn't feel like we're scoring goals. It doesn't feel like we're scoring goals. We got, no. I think we're on about 18. But, I mean, to be honest, nine of them are against Bournemouth. So, I think if you take that, yeah. if, you, if you exclude the ball from the other games... It doesn't feel like we're, we're just. I think. I think. I, I think. I think we've led. I think we've led for a combined half an hour or something this season. I think so. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, minus the Bournemouth. Bar- sorry. Yeah. yeah. Minus the Bournemouth game. You take the Bournemouth game out. We've led for a half an hour or something. Yeah. yeah. A minute against Newcastle. What was it? Probably. Tw- was it? Was it twenty minutes yesterday or something? Or Saturday, twenty minutes, and so it's it's uh, it's it's not yeah. great at all. Uh, yeah, and then a couple couple own goals in there. You know, they don't they don't register with you the same. You don't really remember them quite as much afterwards, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see why I enjoy doing full time rats at the moment. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I've got kept. Oh, listen, if it was, I've got I've got kept keeping count. Yeah, but as lively as it was Saturday all the time, is is be is be the most popular show. So. <laughs> Not the most popular people, maybe the most popular. Yeah. Listen, listen, Kev. Andy Young always says it's it, it's it's the the pods are most lively after the defeat. Much more, much lively. Yeah. Oh, you got bonkers. That good point. Yeah, Liverpool women did actually win in the cup yesterday, so that, that at least cheered me up. That at least cheered part yeah. of my weekend up. So after getting tonked by Everton, so you know there was that as well. Right. Before we go, should we have a bit of, should we have a bit of chat about Rangers tomorrow? Because uh, mm. Champions League tomorrow. Champions League tomorrow. It's mm. crept up, wasn't it? <laughs> Just what just what we need. So Rangers, first time we've ever played them in a competitive fixture uh, in Europe. So this will be uh, live lively. Um, Davo, so what changes would you make? Uh, what changes would I make? I Apart would the whole team. Yeah, no, I would. <laughs> I'm kind of torn on Trent whether to keep him in and keep him playing through it or to make a change. And mm. what I'm torn a bit as well as watching Gomez in that Napoli game was just, oh, it was just really Dejan Lover and stuff. Now, having said that, Gomez, I did, I thought did quite well at the back end of the season. Anytime he dropped in, I think he dropped in a couple of times at Rifle games. I was at the Norwich game and he did well uh, at, at Rifle. He's obviously not trying going forward, but he's a bit more solid or he's a bit more defensive heading him. I'm a little bit torn with that. I think Klopp is going to stick with Trent. I think he'll I think he'll stay with him. Um yeah, a lot of stuff. I think, I think I'd I'd like to see I'd like to think uh Nunes will get a game. I think we've got to just throw him in now and start giving him games. Uh Klopp mentioned he spoke to him, had a good chat with him uh before I don't know, it was before or after. I think I think it might have been after the game on Saturday saying, Look, everything is cool, just We'll get there and stuff like that. Um, so I'd like to see him come in. Um, I'd probably go. I'd probably go. Like I think Diaz changed it when he came on the weekend, so he has to start. Mm. Diaz, as Salah, I think the back four might be the same. Back five might be the same as uh, he played on Saturday. And then midfield, listen, who knows? I think, unfortunately... Rob's out of a hat. 
Yeah, I, I just I think <laughs> I'm I'm not one of them people in the Jordan Henderson hey a club or anything like that. But I've now same with most players. With well, all players like Henderson was shit the weekend. So if he's if he's, if he's shit, well, I'll just say if he's shit. I thought he was shit the weekend, and I do think he's on the way. And his, his legs are going. Fabinho was a huge, huge worry. Uh, hasn't been right since his injury. Um, kind of. That's probably the worst I've seen Thiago play as well for Liverpool. Yeah, at he was terrible. He was he was he was poor. So midfield is kind of like anyone fucking stabbing stabbing the dark at the midfield. Really, I think Fabinho will start. I think Thiago will start, and maybe might be Elliot. I've seen. I've, I've actually watched Rangers a good bit. I've seen. I've seen them a lot, and I don't want them to come back and bite me in the arse, but they cannot defend. They're absolutely fucking atrocious Does- at the back. Does Ben Davis um, he, he hasn't really been getting in. He, oh, he hasn't really been. A, I think he played. He, he's, he a, played he's, a hologram, he's a hologram for yeah. them as well. No, he, he, yeah. I, think, I think he played the weekend and I, th- I think he went off at half time because he was on a yellow card. They won't train up against Hearts the weekend. Um, they're quite porous at the back. Um, but this is going to be a 5-5, isn't it? Yeah, they've back to Varnier in the, uh, as a similar mould to uh, to Trent. Mm. They can score they can score goals, a um, couple, couple of pacey players and stuff like that, but they're, they're, very, very, they're very, very poor at the back, so it would be... And like we, like we mentioned earlier, we've scored a lot of goals as bad as we've been at the back, so... It could be a, it could be a four one a four or something like that. You you, uh, you wouldn't know, but changes wise, I think back five and front three probably pick themselves, and then like it's I, I don't know what you lads think in the, in the midfield. Yeah, um, Matt. So obviously in the in the Twitterverse that that we that we also all know about. Um, there's also so people now want Trent in midfield. They seem to think this will solve the problem. I mean, I don't know who's playing right back. But um, this is another thing that people think will solve all of our problems: is Trent going to midfield? I think that we create a new problem at right back. But yeah, it's I, see it? having having seen how our midfield played when it was Jordan Henderson there or Harvey Elliott there. I don't see how our team is improved by putting Trent, who is rightly getting slaughtered for being fucking too slow and too lazy in his defensive work. How is our midfield helped by putting that player into that position? It doesn't make any sense. But. I agreed with Kev with his call of Gomez in at center half. So, like, my 11, I got Ali in goal. I got Trent, Joe, Matip, Virgil, Simi. Midfield of Fabinho and Arthur with Mo, Darwin, and Diaz up top. We're going three at the back. Uh, no, but to be serious, I think Trent Trent plays through it. It'll be same defenses played at the weekend. And I think the midfield will be Fabinho, Arthur, and Harvey Elliott behind Mo, Darwin, and Diaz up front. And it's time to just... Arthur has to play. He's fucking here. We can't afford uh, another Ben Davies in midfield this year. We just can't. So if you can't, if you can't play at home against Rangers in the Champions League, when then can when you? can you? When can you play? And it's the same with Darwin. He's just just throw him in there, and just tell him to go. You know, mm-hmm. and hope that the and hope that they don't see anything like that in the Scottish League. Like hope that he brings a, a speed and power to him that they're just not used to dealing with. So I'm confident that we can win because you know I've been lucky enough with the way that the scheduling's gone with the first two game weeks in the Champions League. I've watched both of the Rangers games. They have not been good. They no. have not been good. So, but fortunately, though, I've, I've, we've said that about quite a few teams that Liverpool are about to play, and then we've gone, mm. okay, now we're, we're not playing much better. No. <laughs> you know, uh, Mush is saying, uh, Chris, did you watch the Gary Neville talk about Trent 
only needs four small things to fix up defensively to help him stick a claim as the best right back in the league, uh, not regarding as the best attacking right back. I've seen bits of it. Uh, what, what bits I've seen? I mean, Davi, you saw. More, I think you've seen all of it. It it was mm. good. Good in analysis. I mean, that when Neville's not trying to be a banter merchant and actually does his analysis. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's that was, it was, yeah, it was excellent. It was excellent. It really was. For somebody um, who played the position, yeah, it was it was really good. A lot of it was about Trent's uh, posture. When he's, when, he's, when he's standing defenders up, he needs to get lower down um, so he can push off. And then a, lot of it was, a lot of it was really... And you could, yeah. yeah. A lot of it was his body position. Damn, he, he he tends not to scan behind him. Like we've all seen videos of the Bruyne scanning and Thiago scanning before the ball comes in. And the examples they were showing, Trent isn't scanning at all. And he he kind of needs to open his body out to be more open, so he can see, um, so we can see what's behind him and stuff like that. But it was, uh, yeah, look at it. It is small things. Neville defended him as in the things uh, he can learn. The things yeah, he can learn. He, he was basically saying these 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 lads play games every three days, so you don't really get the opportunity to coach it into them. But <laughs> listen, Trent's, Trent's a good enough player. Um, I think that listen, he'll know. It's, I'm sure the coaches are talking to him. I think I think he's playing. I think he's he's, he's lacking a lot of confidence um, at the minute. And I was expecting, like the boys said last night, I was expecting really a performance out after the Gareth Southgate stuff. Um, and I'm surprised it didn't happen, but I think I think the confidence is really low. That's why I'm kind of will Gomez come in at right, will Gomez come in at right full or will he will he take him out to give him a break? I I would I I think he'll I think he'll keep him in. I do think he'll keep him. Mm. That's the thing, the Gareth Southgate thing. We had we had it in the COVID year where I think he got got criticised and then he played against Villa and scores the winner. Mm. But to be honest, didn't have a great game defensively, but no. he, he scores the winner. Bryson doesn't have a great game defensively, but nearly wins it at the end. So, you know, they're, they're the fine margins. That's the thing with the criticism he gets with the England manager is we all hope he gets the reaction of, I'll show you. But it can also have the opposite reaction of, I know I'm playing shit. So the last thing I need to be told is the England manager to tell me, you're mm. not good enough. You know, you don't need that. Uh, Kev's suggesting we go 4 4 2, and he's saying Arthur and Fabinho centrally, and then he's saying Diaz left, Elliot right. Darwin and Jota up front through the middle. I listen. I, I I don't know. Can can Kev put it in the chat? I haven't seen much of Arthur at all, and I just hope it's not a case of. Um, I'm I'm assuming he's kind of a Thiago type player. I'm 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 not sure. That's why I'm asking. But I mean, I don't want it to be like if you remember back when we had Carius and Minile, when one was on the pitch making mistakes, whoever was sitting on the bench was torn into the fan by some of the fan base, like. With, yeah, with the, with the mistakes that was going on, on the pitch, we're like, oh, I put Carrius back in, I put Minilay back in, and the reality was they're both shy. So I don't, <laughs> listen, I, I don't, I just, I'd rather, I, I listen, I don't think Arthur is is fucking brutal, but I, I haven't seen much of him at all. I'm sure I've watched games that he's been playing in. Um, he played the full nil. He played the full nil against Barcelona. I think a lot that you feel better. Jesus, did he fucking hell? Did he play that? Did he play that day? Did he really? Did he? I think he came, I think he came off the bench. Yeah. 
Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, Diego, I haven't seen I'm a lot of I'm not allowed yeah. to do quizzes, Matt. We, we've established yeah. it a long time ago because um, Davos, not forgiving me for that one either. Yeah. So it's possible <laughs> that he didn't actually play for Barcelona that day. Possibly. I could, I, I, I'll, I'll Google it now on there because, quite frankly, I may have just... I may have just made that up to be honest, but it's out. Yeah, it's but out. listen, come here, listen. Like I said, I haven't seen much of him, but by all accounts, the, is that good is very good. He's he's doing uh, extra training. He's played for the twenty trees. He's got his own nutritionist in and people in with him. So he's like seems to be really making an effort. You know what I mean? So which is listen, you can't answer. I know that's the minimum, but it doesn't always happen that way with long players and stuff like that. So um, no, so I mean, it, it, it could he could easily, like I said, just took his holiday. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna relax here. You know, I'll I'll get fit when I get fit. You know, he could easily have done that, which um, plenty sort of would have expected him to do that anyway. So, um, right, two sacks. Uh, Anfield, where's Fordale? Here we go. <laughs> did Arthur Mello play, or did Chris make it up again? Which is quite possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm very it's good. At crazy uh, that yeah, go. got thrown in the Telegram group that the Irish pubs are being told not to open in Liverpool tomorrow. Yeah, I was, I was trying not to touch on that. They go, Lord Duffy brought it. Came on 75 minutes uh, for Vidal. There we go. I knew I'd made it up. I don't think he did, I don't think he did anything, but you know, that's the last game I saw Neither did any of them let me. Well, he definitely didn't defend a corner, that's for sure. No. <laughs> yeah, so that was a good So I'm saying, do we think Ramsey will make the bench? Hopefully. It'd be nice to see if Canati could get. Uh, now he's back training. I'd actually like to see Canati start because mm. that was. The best part of the run, where you know, look, we got there as a Champions League final and came close in the league, was it was Karate Matip always in rotation, and, mm. and Europe was perfect for Karate because he's just powerful in the air and his pace is unreal. And I do think that is something that if we are going to start Trent, would help Trent having that pace next to him, just mm. to give him a bit of reassurance. And Virgil seems to quite like playing with Karate or Matip. He looks pretty relaxed with both, and I do think that's been a big miss. Uh, for us as well as having him, I think he's just he just became the presence. I mean, it does it says a lot when you have to try and push Matip out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Matip listen, listen, listen no, the weekend. Yeah, Matip was. I was just going to say that Matip didn't have not many, not many. Very great. Matip wasn't good at all the weekend. No. Um. So, and this is listen. No, I love him. I absolutely love him. I think he's brilliant. Uh. But like it, it will be another option getting Kanate back uh, for all the reasons you said. Like he's a big, like powerful in the air, very dangerous in set pieces, um, really good player, pacey, everything you need. And listen, I'm gonna need these bodies back, um, and I'm gonna need them to stay fit as well. So fingers crossed that happens. Well, then, Davo, give us a score prediction and goal scorers. You know the rules. Uh, I go four one, and I go mm, Salah. Two Diaz and Nilness. So there we go. Okay. Matt, are you going to do a Keith? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to take four nil. I was thinking four one, but I'll uh, I'll be in a little use a little variety here. Let's go with four nil. Uh, defense to look solid. Mo to score. Darwin to get three. Okay. I'm going to go for a nervy two one. Uh, and I think Nunes will score the, score the winner quite late because that's it. Just feels like that's how it's going mm. at the moment. I'd be quite content if it's had a comfortable four 0 I could put my feet up. I would be, I would be, I would be very, very worried about getting out of the group if you don't get six against Rangers in two yeah. games. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, that's going to be that's going to be. I think, I think we'd be really, really, really behind the eight bar for the for the group. 
listen, you don't know how all yeah. their games are going to play out, but they're with no. the boys so far. And if you if you if you can't get six against them, I think you're in trouble. Well, if you get six against them, you're really looking realistically. You just need a point from the last two games, and that takes the pressure off. Then you don't... or just just don't lose to Ajax is all you have to do. Mm. We win That's these next two games. We just don't lose to Ajax. It doesn't matter. We can take the sixth mm. game off. You can start by Chetic and Bobby Clark in the midfield and give everybody a much needed rest. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, you they, they, they got to win these games. And I think they will. Yeah, because you, you really don't need um, needing a win against Napoli. I, mean, I know we've done it before, but you know, they're a ball like Napoli. Aren't yeah, they, they are. They were, <laughs> they were the one team in the draws, man. I don't want this. I don't want this. Yeah. Uh, so Red Steve's got 6 0. Gomez scores, <laughs> scores the four from right back. Fair play to you. Tom Boland, 2 1. Jota and Matip. Uh, Stefan Max got 6 1. Uh, Darwin Hattrick, Bobby and Mo, and Jonathan Nunes could do with a goal. He, he really could. It would be nice for him to get a goal, but I mean, he's got to get on the pitch first and not headbutt people. That's sort of a nice thing. Yeah. If not headbutt someone, that would be really helpful. And listen, <laughs> like he's, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't been as if like he's come in and hasn't got a sniff of a goal and doesn't look like getting a goal. He came in, like he, he scored in the community shield, he scored against Fulham. Like he's, like he's, he could. He was unlucky against Everton not to, not to score, pick for uh, for love, uh, a very good save from Super So listen, he's should, been should have scored against Palace. He does cause chaos, mm. and I mean that, and I mean that. I don't mean a derogatory way, you know. No, his sheer presence and yeah. he doesn't always come off, but he's direct. And yeah. I think sometimes we've missed a bit of that, a bit of directness, you know. So I think it's we have to get used to the fact is for years, the fans we've has been some suggestion going. We just play the same. Front three, everyone knows how the front, how our front three play. So we've now got a, a number nine who is quite different to how we normally play. Mm. It's got to take time to get used to him. It just doesn't mm. help for him. I think the two things that have killed Nunez, well, three has killed Nunez. One is he's naturally compared to Haaland because they both came in the same summer. The team's playing crap. And I truly believe the plan was start start Jota as the number nine and break Nunez in gently. And then start him once he's, once he's settled. But unfortunately, mm. Jota got injured pre-season and he was thrown into it and hasn't quite taken his opportunity yet. But he's still young. We'll have to, we'll have to mm. see how it goes. Right, so rest of the week. So tomorrow, full-time Reds with me and Kev. <laughs> so be nice, please. <laughs> so fingers crossed we're looking at a win. Um, yeah. I'm sure there'll be a midweek fix. Uh, Matt, you want to view his voice this week? I believe we're going to try to do one, see if we can rouse up a few of the viewers to come on and join us. and. At least we got football to talk about. You know, the last couple of weeks, it was like, what the hell are we going to talk about? You know, we haven't played in a month just about. So, yeah, there should be football to talk about. Looking forward to the weekend as well. See how down people are about Arsenal. It'll all depend on how tomorrow goes. Yeah, and then Friday, we it's going to be, I think it's me and Luke this week. I think Kev's, Kev's getting a night off for a, for a change. Um, it's normally me that scarves off. Uh, and we've got Arsenal fan on, and we're trying to secure one more guest. And then... Fatback 4 will be back on Sunday. Um, I don't know, me and Kev might be doing a full-time Reds as well, you know, because you just get sick of sick of me and Kev this week. So, you know, it's just, just us too. So, but until then, listen, thanks thanks again in the chat. And just before we go, Ooh. don't forget... Smash the fucking like button. Yeah, smash that like button. Now I feel like a proper YouTuber telling people to smash that like button. What you're supposed to say, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a proper YouTuber. <laughs> so, uh, the... The more important one is Bobby's wish to walk. He's so close now to to the target. So details are in the description below. 
if you can donate, please donate. If if not, um, you know, just share it around. You know, let's get this lad to America and get get him get him his treatment. Kev's told me we are on the uh, we are here on Sunday. So okay, see me and Kev on Sunday as well. Then so grand. Until then, though, Davo, thanks for coming on, Matt. Maurice, enjoy it, boys. Speak yep. to you soon, guys. Be all behave yourselves. Sports Social Podcast Network.